All right, continuing along our path here, the first day of the Zurich Precious Metals Summit. You're listening to Mining Stock Daily. We are now going to get a corporate update from Meridian Mining and CEO, Mr. Gilbert Clark, here live in person. Gilbo, good to see you. Hey, Trevor, how you been? Well, you know, doing all right. Just fighting a little jet lag today. You're from these parts, so you're you're fine. You're hanging in like a champ. Yeah, no, look, it, it's it's literally a, a bus trip. Up, yeah, up from a train oh, trip. One of the, uh, we flew up on, uh, it's actually for us, it's cheaper to fly into Basel than to come yeah. to Zurich. Zurich is expensive at the end of the day, so we always go, okay, how do we stretch the dollar again even further? <laughs> you're just telling me you're cutting down the steak dinners here for the, for the team. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about employee retention now. Yeah, well, let's... <laughs> No, yeah. let's, let's jump into it. Um, speaking of teams, uh, you've added a key person to your board, um, and not only to the board, he's now chairman of the board, Mr. Bruce McLeod, a serial success uh, as a mine builder, was able to uh, sell his last endeavor, Sabina Gold and Silver, to be to gold not too long ago. Give us a sense of the relationship between you and Bruce, Bruce and the company, what kind of led you to want to get Bruce into the board? Uh, well, Bruce has been a shareholder in Rudin, a supportive shareholder now for many years. So that was oh, okay. a great positive for us. And we always knew that as we're going forward, we're going to need that mind building board. Okay, so that's a prerequisite in anything you're going to do. You can't just go into these things with an unexperienced board. A board has to have complementary skills. And having Bruce, who I first met at uh, Beaver Creek, uh, the conference, we had a really good discussion. And then we've had been doing due diligence in the company before that, of course. Uh, got full exposure to all the technical team, the finance team, technical geologists, engineers, and that way he can make a consensus decision. Okay, this is going to go. This is a production asset. So that was really key for us. He's from a mining background. You know, he's a very successful family in, across Canada, but. Let's not forget that he's his own man of success at the same time. He's the one who's gone out and done these things himself. So Sabina, you know, what a uh, what an exit. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's other. This isn't just a one-off. This is a, a serial mind builder, and that's what we really needed that guidance at the board. And we've been interacting quite uh, constantly over the last couple of weeks. It's been a fantastic relationship. I'm a mining guy. I'm from a mining background, like his his family is. I'm right. a mining family. Um, we've looked at how we can advance the project quicker, how we can advance the project more methodically, mm-hmm. um, how we can navigate these capital markets that everyone's experiencing internationally across the board. You know, we're seeing decreased liquidity on the ASX and the mining stocks. Um, we're seeing, I think, oh, actually I was, I was chatting uh, just this morning on one of the guys said, you know, how do you see the market? And I said, look, it just reminds me so much of the late 1990s, early 2000s, seeing these very high-priced, overpriced tech stocks. And you're seeing this diversion between the, re- the value of mining resource equities, commodity prices, yeah. and demand. And we are coming to this absolute concrete war in respect to, say, copper concentrates in 2025. Yeah. Across the board, they all acknowledge it. And Meridian is just developing. We're a gold company, but we commercialise 80% of our uh, metals. We're 55% precious metals, 45% base metals of Cabasal. And we're moving that, but moving that forward. But most of our revenue is actually 
projected to come through this sale of copper concentrate. So we're just such, we're absolutely timing our run perfectly. Mm-hmm. There's a crunch coming up. And a lot of people can sort of say, oh, you've got uh, EV demand and so forth. It's interesting. I, think it's, I can't remember if it was SP and Global. I think they represented like, was it 8 to 12% of future growth? The growth just in industrial supply of the metals industry and how we're, we're sitting at this, these ridiculous valuations. Meridian's, I think we're trading at 0.08 in there. So yeah. the, the, the tremendous opportunity now for our existing shareholders, um, people sitting on the side waiting for the bottom to come into the market. I said, guys, I don't think, well, what I'm looking at is exactly what I saw in that, that period. And then it, it's just going to come up again. And unlike the, the last mining boom, where it actually coincided with an, an, a, almost an oversupply of copper that led, you know, that continued into the, uh, gosh, I think it continued into 2017, 2018, this oversupply. Now, the, the market's completely changed. And for our shareholders, which I always talk to them about, is, look, we are we're going through the resource update, <coughs> We're going to make sure we get stronger certainty in our resource update, stronger certainty on the um, the inputs we use, and we're going to take to the next phase. And that's so important for us to actually keep delivering what we yeah. intend to do, what this update of the market, what we're going to do. Talk about the next phase. I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about recent drill results from St. Helena uh, in the last couple of months here. That's ongoing. Uh, obviously, more drilling on the Cabasol main area as well. Um, you know, we got to see a resource on St. Helena, but you know, talk about us, what does 2024 look like for Meridian? You know, what are those catalysts you're going to be delivering to the market? And on the back of that, I do want to like, what does that relationship between you and Bruce look like now? Because there's been a lot of shakeup and management in the board in the last couple of months. I mean, you were executive chairman, now CEO which I'm happy about because I get to talk to you more often. <laughs> um, but, you know, you know, Bruce now as chairman of the board, you know, talk about that, those dynamics. When you get two mining guys... Well, you'll never get both, anything done. <laughs> when, you get, when you're both straight-talking, straight-up, honest guys, it yeah, is yeah. a really good conversation. We say, look, we, got, we need to do this. Yep, absolutely. We have to do it this way. Absolutely. And that's the great guidance that he's bringing you know, to our board. Um, and also to the executive, how he interacts with the executive. Now, the relationship is fantastic, and I've got to, I've got to really point out and, and uh, thank one of our directors, Johnny Skinner, who introduced me to him back in, uh, I think it was June or July, probably July, that we actually you know, really kicked these things off, um, these dis- discussions. So that's the, the, the board has been so dynamic. Boards are organic. And you have to have a strong leader in that phase which we're going into. And to have Bruce there, so I can say, Bruce, this is my experience in these things. What do you think? How do we navigate these capital markets? What's the best solution? And it's that positive interaction. Yeah. It's, that's what you want to see. I mean, you know, you saw, um, you know, the, the, the experience that he's got within the Canadian market, um, the depth of communication, the depth of uh, contact. It's just something, some, something so great to draw on to. We've had a lot of companies come to us, sorry, come to us recently through Bruce's connection saying, oh, we've got to talk more about this. And this is really a positive for us. Mm-hmm. It's to have that, um, you know, the big green tick from a known mine builder right. on the executive team, on the project itself, 
and how we've gone about doing things in the past. Yeah. So yeah, look, the, the, the growth that we've seen through the board since June, uh, look, we've, we've brought on Doug Ford, we've brought on Neil Gregson, um, XMD, JP Morgan, Natural Resources here in London, we're very well known in the city, and then we just absolutely capped it off by bringing Bruce onto the board. And that the, the positivity at the board level is fantastic. I, I mean, people will always follow success, right? And you're only as good as your last deal. And so Bruce's last deal was pretty damn good. And, you, and so you'd hope that that success would... Are you seeing more, um, you know, f- follow-up from maybe former Sabina shareholders that are now interested in uh, learning more about Cabasol in Brazil? from this move? We actually shared already some of those shareholders, which is interesting. Yeah, no, no, look, it's, when you look at, um, there's two ways that the the equity markets in the world work for mining stocks. There's the mining teams that mine the market, and then there's the mining teams that build the companies. And what we've got now is that leadership with Bruce of guys who build the companies, they build the mines. You know, where is the exit for us? Is the exit when we go into free cash flow in our shareholders receive dividends or is our exit through a future M&A? Either way, we've now got the competence and the skill set of the board with a really strong leader in Bruce to say, okay, this is what, this is what it is, this is what we're going to do. And we hope that um, when we look at the current uh, equity market, this is when we look at investors and say, this is where you see the tremendous growth in the fall. This is your entry point. This is when you can re- reload up on the stock. Knowing that the, the, the board is such a unified and solid mass of experienced people now, yeah. the executive team is navigated. We did a, you know, I think we talked about it uh, back in April. Our cup of raising in April. It's today, people don't understand how we did that. You know, we are, have a very strong, long only institutional base, and we've got always make a lot of effort to interact with our. Uh, our retail side of our shareholder base, our small cap funds, our family offices. We've put tremendous effort into that, saying this is where you hold. And when we look at our share price, the it, it's, it's you know, very frustrated for me, but it's very small volume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask you where we're at in this market, and because there was news that, I know it doesn't pertain to Meridian, but it does pertain to where we're at with sentiment in this market, but just about an hour ago before we started recording, news hit the wire that Caliber Mining is buying Marathon Gold, $345 million deal. And obviously Marathon has had some building issues and some financing issues over the last few months. Their their equity has just been pounded, Um, but they're not the only ones, obviously. But obviously a company like Caliber, who has done well in producing, they have good cash flow, we were wondering what they were going to do with that cash, and they're looking to grow. Mm. So I guess I'm not necessarily asking you to kind of give us your thoughts about this deal in particular. My question is more or less, are you surprised that we haven't seen more of these deals of companies with decent cash flow that are producing decent margins going in and actually acquiring projects for growth? I think the large question is, was, did they buy it or did they save it? Because there was a, an emergency equity tranche went into that transaction, if I'm correct. I think some 40 million of equity has gone into it straight away. Yeah. So, you know, was it a purchase or was it a 
well, we've saved it and we've picked it up for penny, pennies in the dollar. Um, look, when I look at the market, there are groups, um, the groups that are highly leveraged, they're in trouble because they've, you know, they've grown on interest rates of one, one, one half percent and now they've leveraged their book and they're having to pay six percent and that, they will struggle. Yeah. Um, the guys that have done these financial instruments, the junior companies that are doing these financial instruments and still going for straight equity, tough, very tough. Um, I've seen some expiration companies, oh, we're going to take debt. Are you mad? You know, ex- non-cash flow companies taking debt? Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. No, look, I have to look at, when I look at these, again, I've mining background, I've been here for a long, long time. Um, Copper's at, yeah. copper's at, uh, what's it, about three, 340? I don't know, something uh, like 360. that. 360, I think it's around 8,000 bucks a tonne. Gold is trading like a currency, not yeah. a commodity. So that's the first thing you've got to say. Okay, it's trading like a currency. So there's a different, we're in a different um, uh, sphere of influence on how gold is trading. Um, we've always said to our shareholders, we manage our equities. Yep. Okay, we manage our equities. Um, now, as we go forward, what is the correct way in next year, sometime in next year, when we have to go back to the markets? How are we going to do that? We don't, we, we'll, we've started thinking about that now. So, where will we fit into the cycle? How do we pre anticipate the cycle? And that's a, it's a very deep discussion. And I think that's where some companies have uh, probably got it wrong. We've seen some deals done recently. Um, They've been pretty punitive deals. There's some junior companies doing discounted stock plus full warrants on a, a long term. Yeah. Guys, it, it's it's a very tough market. And what we do at Moody is we anticipate where the market is going to be. We did that very successful this year. I didn't expect it to come off as strong as it did, but I expected to rebound soon. Um, but I just focus on the basics. Okay. Keep your cash cash flow tight. Okay. Don't get distracted, yeah. and deliver to what you're going to deliver on. And then, go when you go to the shareholders. I always think that what I'm looking at now is a market where the valuations are based on sentiment, yeah. and not on just basic financial metrics. And we'll always go to value our company on the basic financial metrics. Well, it's the market is telling the industry right now that. Market's going risk off. Shouldn't the industry be going risk off? I mean, as far as is the market's, it seems like it's saying, listen, we want you to continue to move projects forward in a de-risking way. Keep that capital close to your hip, but don't go out and like, you know, do some wildcat drilling well, or the, anything uh, like that. You know, we we've said many times over the last couple of years now, Trevor, together that. We at Meridian have always talked about risk management. Mm-hmm. So we went to Cabasal, we drilled into a known deposit, and then we went, grew the deposit northwards, northwest. And we low risk. We knew there was mineralization. We knew it was open. We just kept stepping it out. And then through the next phase, we're going to actually make sure we've got the next resource upgrade, next PE upgrade. We decrease the risk element there. We make more certainty. Now, the next stage was St. Helena. Again, a known deposit, not compliant. So we went there and we, we didn't take the risk. 
We knew where we were going to drill. We knew that we'd go there and then we'd look to the extension. So Santalina has grown from being a, originally a 1,000 metre strike historical resource to then having a 1,300 metre prospective gold overproof. Now I think it's up to like 2.6 kilometres of prospective units of prospective geophysics coming out of the deposit. Overprinted by a very strong gold-based gold mineral anomaly at surface. So that's, for me, that's always been the case from Meridian. We've never said, hey, let's go do a couple of a wildcat director's hole and that's something that we can't target. Yeah. Different philosophies, but at the end of the day, it's also a philosophy that our chairman quite likes not to just go, you know, shotgun things because you can't build monies sorry you can't build mines if you just oh, let's just take all risk and get this thing done no you do it methodically and that methodical preparation that methodical execution is something that really we having Bruce on the board uh, that re-equipped board and the, and the executive team focus on the shareholder growth uh, Gilbo Thanks so much for your time. Great update. Uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting again at least one more time before the end of the year. Absolutely. As we tend to do. Uh, that is your update from Meridian Mining, everybody. Do they do trade uh, in Canada with the symbol MNO? The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.